Our learning objective is to describe the tax issues associated with investing in investment companies, options, annuities, limited partnerships, and master limited partnerships, as well as futures contracts. Now, the tax treatment for an option depends on the tax treatment of the underlying asset for the option. So if it's an option on an asset that is a capital asset, then uh, the option is treated as a capital transaction. If the underlying asset is not a capital asset, if it's an ordinary asset, then the treatment of the option is, is treated as ordinary income. Fortunately, when you have options on stocks or bonds or stock market indexes or any other financial instrument, all of those are capital assets. And so in the standard investment trading world, options are normally considered as capital assets and therefore subject to uh, uh, capital gain treatment. Now, at the time that an option is written, there are no tax issues. So for the writer of an option receiving the premium, there is no income, and for the person buying the option, uh, there is no uh, tax consequence because they're just establishing a cost basis. If an option expires worthless, it is a capital gain to the writer and a capital loss to the buyer. If an option is exercised, the premium becomes part of the cost basis uh, if, the option is, if the stock is being bought as part of the option or the sale price if the stock is being sold as part of the exercise price. Let's consider a true-false question. An option premium is taxable as ordinary income to the writer of the option at the time of writing. That would be false. At the time of writing, you are simply establishing an initial position. There is no tax consequence. 